Hello, hello everyone and welcome to the Miss Pink Digital Podcast. Home to everything digital marketing, brand building and tech. And on today's episode, we are back again with Pinterest. So last episode, I talked all about why Pinterest could be an untapped opportunity for your brand in 2024. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about how you can grow your reach and engagement on Pinterest in 2024. So it's just a big old Pinterest theme these days, uh, but I hope this episode will be helpful to anyone who also agrees Pinterest could be a good opportunity for their brand next year or for their marketing strategy next year and is looking for some ways they can optimize their pins a bit more to make the platform work a bit harder, give them some traffic and not just a growth in traffic, but a growth in engagement, a growth in impressions and potentially a growth in quality of traffic as well. So when it comes to your Pinterest growth, there are multiple components that play a role in growing your Pinterest and improving your overall pin visibility. First of all, for those of you who don't know, just to quickly jump back, within Pinterest you have what's called pins and those are essentially your pictures. I guess I would compare them to if you had an ad campaign, they are your ads. They are, if you post anything organically on Facebook or Instagram, they are your organic posts. They are the things that the viewer will see and within your Pinterest account will sit boards and boards are basically what holds your pins. So you have boards and then users will go into your board and then they'll see all your pins there. So that's what they are. But yeah, it's basically made up of different components and it's a formula that is made up of board strategy, your content and consistency, or at least that's what I feel it is. Other users of Pinterest might say something different, but those are the key elements within there. And then within those key elements comes different sub elements like keyword optimization and stuff like that, which I'll go into in more detail in a moment. So like I said, boards are how you organize and characterize your pins on Pinterest and your board strategy is essentially the foundation of if you're going to be able to grow your reach on Pinterest and grow your visibility. Um, You can manage your boards in a way and plan your boards in a way that really maximizes your performance within the platform. So it's so important to have a good board strategy. It shouldn't just be a case of you just build a bunch of random boards and don't really have a goal or strategy behind them and you just have your pins in it. Your pins might still do well, but they'll only get so far if you don't have a good board strategy in place. So that's the first thing off the bat. Really think about your board strategy and what your boards do what boards you're going to have and what pins you are going to make sure you're updating them with. And updating your boards on a regular basis is and pinning your pins to the right board is going to be the consistency element you need there. But I'll talk more about that in a minute. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is keyword optimization within your boards and your board descriptions. So within boards on Pinterest, you can write titles of the board. So I don't know, let's say I had a jewelry board in my Pinterest account and the board was just called jewelry. And within that board, I pin a bunch of jewelry pins or jewelry themed pins, whether that be products of brands that I like or DIY jewelry pins or anything like that. And underneath your board title, you have board descriptions and descriptions and titles are your way of indicating to both Pinterest and the user the topics your board is about. And these can even improve search visibility 
for those topics. So because Pinterest is a visual search engine, there is an element of keywords and keyword optimization. So what I like to think about Pinterest is I like to think about it the same way I think about standard search engine optimization and the principles that go with that on a website. So if you think of SEO in general, a basic principle we all know about is if there's a certain keyword or certain search terms and phrases you want to rank for organically, then you incorporate those terms and phrases and keywords more within your content. That's the exact same thing you need to look at with your board descriptions. You need to make them keyword driven. So in my board title, if I want to rank more for jewellery related content, then in my board title, I need to incorporate jewellery, obviously. And I also need to incorporate that in my description. I can even go down to the nitty gritty of the type of jewellery I want to rank more for or the colour of jewellery I want to rank more for or anything like that. It's not only important from a user experience point of view, because you're obviously guiding the user and giving them more context of what your boards are about so they can navigate that more. But you're also feeding into the algorithm on the type of terms you're going to rank more for. So board content needs to be keyword driven. And that's so important. I've seen so many accounts before where they have loads of lovely content, lots of great content, but they don't have any board strategy when it comes to board descriptions or board titles. And in conjunction to ensuring your board descriptions and titles are SEO optimized or keyword optimized, I should say, make sure you're posting relevant content on that board consistently. So anytime you post out a new pin, make sure you're pinning it to the correct board. I feel like this goes without saying, but again, I've seen a lot of accounts where they don't do this. So I don't know if people just don't know whether to do, to do this or not, but make sure you're posting not only content out consistently, but when it does post, pin it to the right board. This is so important, not only from an organizational perspective, because you don't want your pins to be all over the place. You want them to have a home and you want a user to have a good experience when they go to your account and know exactly where they're going and what they're looking at and let them see what they'd expect to see when they go to your board. But regular output of relevant content to your board will just continue to feed into the algorithm and improve your board's authority for that topic and theme. Again, like any plat social platform, if you're looking at it from an SEO perspective, any website when you're looking at it from an SEO perspective, that strategy involves not only consistency, but relevancy. And those two factors not only improve your authority from a user's perspective, because they'll look to you as the brand that posts that content style on a regular basis, but it also improves your chances of being discovered not only by more users, but users that are looking more for what you have to offer, some more relevant users. So combination of consistency, which again, I'll talk more about in a minute, but also relevancy through your content. Something you can do, and it's definitely advice I would offer to a lot of people who run a blog. I know a lot of affiliate websites and a lot of affiliate blogs strongly rely on Pinterest for traffic because obviously affiliate content needs that volume of traffic in to get those clicks, which can eventually make them money. So if you do run a blog and you're new to this, I would definitely consider setting or connecting your Pinterest up to your RSS feed. If you don't have an RSS feed already, set it up and connect it to your Pinterest. What this will allow you to do is automatically publish content out. So every time you make a blog post, it can automatically go out onto Pinterest in real time. And it not only saves you from having to manually create pins and schedule and post them yourself, which takes so much time out of your day, especially if you're constantly producing content, but the closer to real time 
you can get to publishing out your pins in line with your website content, the better. So it prevents any kind of lag that you might have if you were doing it manually. So that's a really beneficial option you have if you don't also have the time to keep your pinning consistent, keep your pinning up consistently, if that makes sense. I've never used that phrase before, so might not be grammatically correct, but there you go. So we have just spoken about how consistency is key and that goes for any social platform or anything you're trying to do organically. Organically is obviously, or organic growth is a long game, which means not only are you going to have to work for a longer period of time, you're not going to get the instant gratification like you would with advertising or paid advertising, but it's all about being consistent. Um, Pinterest is obviously no stranger to this. You do need to be posting regularly, but in conjunction with that, and this one might be an obvious one, but create visually compelling content and also experiment with your content by posting not only images, I think Pinterest is known for images, but also video. Video is really seeing growth and popularity on that platform. And I think a lot of users are gravitating more towards video anyway. So the more you can incorporate that in your Pinterest strategy, not only will it be easier to kind of see what users are gravitating more towards when it comes to your brand, but it also can improve your reach because Pinterest is also encouraging users to publish more videos. So you're kind of feeding the algorithm of what it wants, which means Pinterest will gravitate more towards your content. It's annoying, but the more you can give the platforms what they want, the more they'll push your content on the platforms. And the reason why I say create visually compelling content is because of the fact that Pinterest is a visual search engine. And it's so important to remember that that is what it is at its core. So you need to be appealing to those visual users. And that's why I do like Pinterest actually quite a lot because it is kind of going back not to the old school content, like it is still very much pushing the lo-fi UGC style of content, but it's also encouraging users to create quality and people are going there to see aesthetically pleasing images and they're going there to kind of discover and gain inspiration. So it allows people to be a bit more experimental than what you see now on social platforms where everyone's kind of doing not the same thing, but it's kind of like a copy and paste job of people just trying to jump on the algorithm and get Instagram or TikTok to push their post in the first 24 hours. So that's what I do like, but I have already done a video on why I think we should be utilizing Pinterest more in 2024. So I'm not going to not gonna rave on about it again. Uh, the other thing to consider on Pinterest is that a lot of the users within that platform are mobile users, much like any social platform, much like anything now, to be honest, majority of users are going to be navigating on mobile. So we really need to make sure we're catering to them, not only from a user experience perspective, but Pinterest will likely push your content more if you are catering to a wider demographic like mobile users. So I would recommend to publish, if you're going to do image pins or even video pins, publish them in the recommended size, which is 1000 by 1500 pixels to cater to mobile devices as much as possible. As well as this element, we're just going to jump back to the keyword side of things a little bit. And you shouldn't only be ensuring that your board descriptions and titles are keyword driven, but ensure your pins that you publish feature keyword driven descriptions and titles and also incorporate compelling call to actions to encourage saves and clicks 
Now, the saves and clicks or the engagement as a whole is what is going to not only drive website traffic, but also drive impressions and reach for your pins. The more engagement you can get on a pin, obviously, the more the platform is going to push it, just like with any social platform or any time you're trying to generate organic reach. The more you can show people are interested, the more the platform pushes it because it's appealing to more users. And that's what the platform wants. It wants content that appeals to as many users as possible. So users keep using it. And the keyword driven descriptions and titles can help improve the visibility of your content for the topics you want it to, which can in turn improve the engagement. So the SEO keyword optimization element isn't just important for your boards and your board strategy, it is also important when it comes to the content and the content strategy around that. Now, since we are talking about content and we're kind of moving on to the content portion of this episode, incorporate more evergreen content within your strategy. This is not only so important from a time-saving perspective and getting the most longevity out of your pin so you don't have to continuously come up with new and fresh content that's based on trending stuff all the time. And I'm not saying forget trends altogether. Of course, continue to utilize what is trending. It's so important to keep an eye on what users are gravitating towards versus what they're moving away from and catering to that. But something to remember about Pinterest is unlike most social platforms like TikTok, like Instagram, you don't have to capture everyone's attention in the first 24 hours to gauge the success of a pin. We're not thinking about virality as quickly as possible here, but typically success happens over time and growth happens over time and the growth of your pins will happen as your engagement grows. So it's the perfect platform to not only post evergreen content, but also to repurpose content. So it's a great time-saving platform if you want to keep pumping out content, but you don't want to do it on a super regular basis. You want to incorporate elements of trends, but not on a consistent basis. That's where that's where Pinterest is great. However, I would say if you're going to be posting Christmas-related content or October slash Halloween-related content, do it like a couple of months or so in advance. It has been seen that users actually start looking for content around topics like Christmas, Halloween, a couple of months in advance anyway. So it's always beneficial to start earlier rather than later. So you get ahead of the curve when it comes to a competitor's perspective and you're kind of pushing out content before competitors are, but you're still capturing that search intent because users are still looking for it. So it's perfect for evergreen content. So always look at ways you can create evergreen styled content and repurpose old content and don't just focus on the virality within the first 24 hours factor because I know we're so used to that. and Our brains are programmed for that, but that's not what Pinterest is. Pinterest is a slow burner. It's about ongoing organic growth and quality of content that helps cater to what users want to discover within the platform. And finally, last but certainly not least in my opinion, is always make sure you're testing. With anything, it's important to test different styles, different assets, and kind of narrow in on your niche and what your audience or your potential audience will gravitate towards. And that doesn't just happen from an ads perspective. This is from an organic perspective as well. Something nice about Pinterest is you can test things organically first, and then if it does well organically, you can always push it through an ad because you know it's going to drive a good click-through rate and you're going to get cheaper clicks than you would with fresh content that you've never tried before. So testing, 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 test different strategies, test different approaches. Remember with anything, I feel like when people, um, specifically marketing experts, we can have the habit of 
trying something ourselves that works and then preaching about it and then everyone else tries it and some people see it works, some people see it doesn't. But what we need to remember is when it comes to anything marketing-wise is it's not a one-size-fits-all scenario. So what may work for me may not work for you, vice versa. And the only way we can really find what works is through testing. So make sure you test and make sure you are open to trying new things and continuously optimizing and improving. But yes, I hope this episode was helpful and I wish you all the best of luck in your Pinterest strategy in 2024. Thank you for listening.